Good morning, everyone. How are we doing today? Michael Zuber, author of One Rental at a Time. And I'm actually doing this particular daily financial news from my computer. I usually do it from my phone, so the video quality might be slightly less. Looks like YouTube is uh, not behaving well on my network. So I decided to do it here uh, just to make sure we continue our daily progress. So again, today is June 8th. Tuesday, June 8th, and this is your daily financial news. A couple of quick things. Uh, how do I want to do this? I'm going to go bottoms up. So if you don't know, I take a whole bunch of notes of what I read in the morning uh, and I bring it to you, really understanding what's going on with the consumer, cost of capital, all of those different things. So what we have today, uh, the last thing I jotted down, which would be the first thing we talk about is it looks like uh, we, we now know... Uh, the supposed size of student loan, um, I don't know, losses, I guess they would be called. Uh, it looks like the current budget is estimating that we, the taxpayers, you and I, are on the hook for $53 billion in student loan losses. Much of that, much of that is from delayed payments. I think they were initially for January and now to September. Uh, but yes, some have been canceled uh, and some have been, um, you know, simply delayed. But yes, you and I, taxpayers, student loans, $53 billion. Uh, next up, it looks like MicroStrategy and more specifically, Michael Saylor is uh, piling on some more debt. Uh, looks like they are creating a $400 million convertible. Uh, which they have every intention of using to buy some more Bitcoin. If you don't know Michael Saylor uh, and you're in the crypto world, wonder what's going on. Uh, he is basically the the Pied Piper uh, of this and gets a lot of credit for bringing Elon Musk in and Tesla. And then, you know, Elon does what he does. But I have to start wondering, right, as an accountant, as somebody who understands the financial statements and the the rules that executives are under, when does he no longer serve MicroStrategy, right? He's the CEO of MicroStrategy. He's not the CEO of Bitcoin. Um, you know, his company is taking a $284 million charge for past investments. So at what time, you know, is there a time where Michael gets fired, right? He, he may continue to be the Pied Piper of Bitcoin, but when, when do, when does the, the board of MicroStrategy, which is a public company, fire his ass? I don't know. I mean, that's, that's a question somebody has to ask, right? Um, he is certainly, I don't think, being a fiduciary for the company. So yeah, it's interesting to think about, right? At what price, right? I think Bitcoin as of this morning was at 32,000, you know, basically 50% below the peak. If Bitcoin goes to 15 or 12 or 10, does Michael get fired? Probably, right? He's he's lost a lot of money, but more importantly, he took out debt debt to buy a volatile asset. That's not
do in a family budget. It's not typically what you do in a company. So just wondering what's going on there. Uh, next up, there was a very interesting article, actually several, that quoted Deutsche Bank. Deutsche Bank is kind of an outlier right now. There's a general belief that what Jerome Powell and the powers that be are saying about inflation being transitory and you know all of these things, much of Wall Street, much of the financial institutions are parroting the same thing. However, Deutsche Bank's like, you fools are wrong. What you all are setting up for is a 1970s style inflation run. That is frightening to think about. If you don't know, the 1970s, at least in the US, uh, averaged 7% inflation a year, with several years being double digits. That's bad. That's bad. If, if you're kind of under, say, if you're under 45, you probably remember your parents at some point raving about mortgage rates getting under 10%. That's because for a time after Paul Volcker raised rates, they were at 17, 18, 19%. It is scary to think about, all right, 1970 style inflation where we have a decade that averages 7%. So I think people need to think about it. Uh, the other thing that Deutsche Bank called for is don't look for it this year. And frankly, don't look for it next year. Deutsche Bank was very clear in their analysis saying kind of this attitude of letting inflation run, uh, continuing to stimulate uh, worldwide recovery. The payment for bad behavior doesn't come due until 2023. That is something to think about. So I'm going to be looking at that. That is definitely something we, we can't ignore. Uh, when I think about inflation running at that rate and 2023, uh, as a real estate investor, I think, oh my God, think about all that commercial debt. Think about all those multifamily value add deals that blow up. And then I think about, thank goodness I have 30 year fixed rate money. Because if you're doing one rental at a time, what this really means is you've got a year and a half, roughly, if it's right, to get cheap 30 year money and then laugh all the way to the bank as inflation rages, rents go up, values go up, and your debt stays constant. It's a beautiful thing. So I am, uh, I'm excited to go get some more houses. Next thing I read, there was a firm called ProPublica. Never heard of them. But somehow, somehow, this is sneaky. I don't like this, but it's still newsworthy. They gained access to individual tax records. This is supposed to be illegal. The IRS is not supposed to hand out individual tax returns. However, somehow, some way, ProPublica gained access to the, what is it, 15 years? Let me see. Where are my notes? Yes, 15 years of IRS tax records for the one percenters. Think Elon Musk. Jeff Bezos, George Soros, Warren Buffett, Michael Bloomberg, right? The tippity, tippity, tippity top of the spear. Somehow they got them. And would you be surprised that many years those individuals paid 
Zero. Zero federal income tax. This talk of raising the federal tax limit, I think to 39% or 41 or whatever it is, you got to remember the 1% don't make their money that way. You're ultimately going to be taxing the middle class. So this theater that you have about raising the federal income tax, not going to help. They're already paying zero most years. And uh, that is likely because they have losses. The beauty of the tax system is you can let your winners run and you can uh, you could um, recognize your losses. And it is perfectly legal, right? You're you're Jeff Bezos and you're betting on Amazon and, and it takes you to a you know a hundred billion dollars or whatever it is. He doesn't have to sell. He has sold, but he doesn't have to. And then, oh, by the way, he invests $100 million in a rocket company that goes bust. He can recognize the $100 million loss right now. He won't pay taxes. This is what, this is what the tax system is in. This theater that the, the politicians are playing with is um, very misguided. And again, as I've said before, capital gains is an optional tax. They're just not going to play. Right, you want to raise total uh, capital gains tax to over fifty percent in some states. The one percent are just going to hold. They're going to outlast your administration, and you're going to slow down the economy. Uh, moving into the last couple of things, we did get some earnings announcements, and actually a couple of them I called out over the weekend as the week ahead. Uh, the first one I remember talking about was Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix is one of those companies that did really well early in the pandemic, then did horrible. And now it looks like they're coming out. So they beat top and bottom. And if you don't know who Stitch Fix is, think online clothing, online retailer. Uh, they beat the top and bottom and they increased their forecast. Uh, they said that growth is now, growth in client base exceeds 20%. So I expect their stock to be up. Thor Industries, uh, they make RVs, rec recreational vehicles. I'm watching them for kind of indications that their perfect perfect storm has abated, right? Everybody who ever wanted an RV has an RV. And as of right now, not happening. Uh, they beat top and bottom, top meaning revenue, bottom meaning earnings or income, net income. Uh, they um, sales more than doubled year on year. Congrats. Uh, and demand is not, not slowing down. And then finally, Marvel Technology, Silicon Valley-based company, makes chips. I thought it was interesting to look into that one because we keep hearing about chip shortages. Well, lo and behold, uh, Marvel Technologies beat top and bottom. Sales uh, are actually expected to exceed a billion dollars this quarter. So lots of stuff going on in the world. Uh, we have two uh, multimillionaires we are interviewing today, one at eight, the Lumberjack, and one at nine, Omar. Uh, so you can expect six videos, lots of hot topics we're talking about today. If you're new to the channel, welcome. Go ahead and give me a thumbs up, subscribe, leave comments. I love to interact with uh, people that watch. And you can count on a daily financial news tomorrow at 730, either from my phone or from my computer. Have a wonderful day. Bye.